Welcome to the Balanced Black Girl Podcast. We're putting black girl magic in motion. This show is dedicated to reinventing wellness for women of color. I'm your host, Lestrandra Alfred. Thank you so much for tuning into this week's episode of Balanced Black Girl. If you are a new listener, welcome. I am so excited to have you. My name is Les. I am your host. And if you are a returning listener, welcome back. So happy to have you here again. Today's show is going to be all about stress and stress management, which could not be more timely for yours truly. Last year, I had a bit of a stressful year, especially if you listen to the solo episode I did a few weeks back where I just talked about a lot of the transitions I had with my career, with my move, all of the travel that I did. It was just, it was a lot. And I told myself that in 2020, I was going to sit down. I was going to get my life right. I was going to not travel so much. I was going to have less on my plate. That was what I told myself. And, you know, that's not that's not looking like what's going to happen. <laughs> and 2020 is gearing up to be kind of a busier year than I anticipated. Busy in some good ways, some, you know, really cool things and opportunities that you will get to learn about here on the podcast a little bit later on. And, you know, some just kind of adulting stuff that we all have to deal with that we would kind of rather not. And so my super zen stay home and sit down 2020 is not fully coming to fruition. And I'm feeling like I'm very much in a space where I'm trying to figure out how I make stress management work in having a lot of things on my plate that I can't really take off. Saying no is so valuable and no can be a complete sentence, but there are some situations where it's just a little bit more complicated than that. And I get very, very torn because if I can be totally honest with you, I mean, we're, we're friends, right? My biggest stressor or one of my biggest stressors is this right here. It is this platform and it is figuring out how to navigate this and, and what do I do with this and worrying about not doing enough. Is an episode every other week enough? There's so much more that I feel like I could and should be doing with this platform, but that I personally just don't have the bandwidth to do or the resources or so many ideas ideas that I have that I just I don't know how to make them happen. And so I sometimes feel <laughs> this weird tension between creating a platform where I'm telling you to manage your stress, be balanced, take care of yourself. However, in order for me to get that message out, I'm having to kind of burn myself out and am constantly trying to figure out how do I get that message out there while still walking the walk myself. And sometimes it feels totally possible and great. And sometimes it literally feels not possible to build a platform while working full time and having wellness practices of my own and still kind of practicing what I preach without feeling like I'm not doing enough here and like I'm not doing enough for all of you. And I get so much amazing feedback about the things that people want. And I know that people want more, that y'all want more. You want clubs, you want the community, you want more episodes. So many people want to come on the show that I just don't have the bandwidth to to do all of that. And it's really, really hard because 
it's hard to kind of make all of that happen when you're kind of one person and, and learning as you go. So that's my spiel about uh, where I'm at with stress management. However, <laughs> I will say that the interview itself is full of incredible, incredible tips to help us manage our stress. And it's something that during the conversation I was learning a lot about. I was taking copious notes and was really looking for things to apply to my own life. And I know during seasons where I get really busy or where I have a lot of travel like I have coming up now, one of the easiest ways that I can kind of alleviate my stress is to eliminate the need to grocery shop and meal prep as much as I usually do. So during busy seasons, that is when I really turn to methodology to order my meals. And methodology is incredible. It is a meal delivery service where they give you fully cooked delicious meal components that you can mix and match to create different meals, instantly reheat everything. And it is just one of my favorite life hacks for when I feel too busy to cook. So if you are on the West Coast, I definitely recommend checking out Methodology. The food is amazing. You can customize your menus for any sort of dietary preferences or likes that you have. And honestly, it is just such a huge game changer whenever I'm traveling or doing all of the things, being able to come home to a week's worth of meals prepared on my doorstep, knowing that it's good and good for me really, really helps. So if you are interested in checking out Methodology, you can go to balanceblackgirl.com slash methodology and you can use the coupon code balanceblackgirl for 20% off your first order. So trust me, if you try it, you will love it. The food is bomb. I literally just got a shipment at the beginning of this week because I was just out of town and it is a lifesaver. So now jumping back into today's interview with our guest, Nadine Joseph. Nadine is the founder and CEO of Pecan Valley, a conscious company that combines ancient wisdom and modern science to make everyday wellness essentials. Nadine has a unique background entrenched in both the worlds of wellness and that of the scientific community. She combines the experiences gleaned from her time studying and conducting neuroscience research at both Johns Hopkins and UCSF with her holistic wellness upbringing. So Nadine and I had such a good conversation about stress management, and she is like a master at taking kind of complicated scientific topics and breaking them down in a really simple, easy to understand understand way. I don't know if y'all know this about me. I am very much creative writer content. I wouldn't necessarily say that I am the most science brained person, but she just made all this information so easy to understand in talking about what stress actually is, what what is happening in our bodies when we feel stress. What are those effects? How can we alleviate that to not do ourselves harm? She breaks it all down makes it super easy to understand and shares so much valuable advice for how we can manage our stress. Also with her company at Pecan Valley, they sell adaptogen products, which you will get to learn a lot about. Like what are adaptogens? Where do they come from? How do they work? When we take adaptogens, what do they do in our bodies? So if you've ever maybe seen products like that on Instagram, wondered what all the hype was about, she's going to give you the real deal in a super straightforward, easy to understand way. I loved this conversation. I walked away learning so much and I know that you will enjoy it as much as I did. So let's jump in. Nadine, welcome to the show. How are you doing today? 
I am doing fantastic. It is a cloudy day here in Seattle and... <laughs> shocking. <laughs> yeah, shocking. But yeah, it's, it's great. <laughs> so good. So good. Well, I would love to start off by letting our audience just get to know you a little bit better. Can you tell us just a little bit more about your background and how your wellness journey began? Yeah. So uh, I'm the owner of Peak and Valley. Uh, We're an adaptogen company. And so we sell adaptogenic blends that kind of help support your skincare, your mind, and um, your overall mood and well-being. So I guess I can explain a little bit of how I got started into this and Mm -hmm. really shift into that. So there was a period of three years in my life when I was living a really unsustainably stressful life. I studied neuroscience at Johns Hopkins, and I was in the midst of doing a dual research project between UC Berkeley and UCSF. And I just was super tired all the time, you know, was traveling a lot, worked really long hours. And I found that I was getting stressed by the smallest things getting anxiety really easily. Like, I don't know if you've ever experienced that where like things that, you know, shouldn't stress you out do when, yeah, like when you're just overall, if you were to kind of take a step back and look at what was going on in my body at that time, my adrenal glands couldn't keep pace with the constant stress that I was experiencing and they were functioning below the necessary level. And I... Uh, went to the doctor and they had prescribed me a medication for my anxiety. And I really didn't want to go down that route. I didn't personally feel comfortable doing it. So I kind of came back from the appointment and took an evaluation on my life. And at the time, real ironically, I was actually working at a lab studying stress. <laughs> <laughs> so you could say that I had a bit of a background in it. Yeah. And Yeah, so I kind of really took the time out to do a lot of personal research. And I collected all articles that I could find on stress and how it affects the body and really how I could heal myself in a way that I would feel comfortable with. And then through that research, I discovered adaptogens, which immediately fascinated me. And I guess I'll explain a little bit later on why they fascinate me and why they're such a unique concept in modern science right now. Yeah. So I created my own blends for myself to really kind of heal myself. And I was ordering like ashwagandha powder from different farms and trying it out. And I had all these like big bags of powder in my kitchen and was like kind of experimenting and seeing what would work for me. And like, I think the turning point where I realized like, wow, this actually really works is when I have always had severe eczema all my life and it actually started to disappear and to the point where like 90% of it was gone and I had it everywhere. I had it on my face, which was really embarrassing for me on my neck, just everywhere. But yeah, so I had all of these giant bags of powder and I was mixing and because I came from a research background, I had a pretty high standard for like the purity and potency of each ingredient. And so I was ordering really large quantities, like kilograms and kilograms from the actual farms that were creating these and growing all of these ingredients. And then it kind of happened where like one day I looked at all of the work I had done and, you know, 
all of the experimentation that I'd done. And I realized I just really wanted to share this with the world because stress doesn't have to be that hard. Stress management can be really simple. And really adaptogens helped me really take the lifestyle steps I needed in order to, you know, come to a more even ground with myself. And so I started Peak and Valley and I haven't looked back since. (laughs) So good. So there's so many aspects of your story that I would love to dive into because I think where you started from is so ridiculously relatable. Like when you're talking about having things that shouldn't stress you out, stress you out because things are just compounding. Like I'm sure every person listening to this, myself included, is like, oh my gosh, that one time this thing that shouldn't have been a big deal that made me cry and made me like (laughs) really lose it. Like we've all had those moments. Um, Mm -hmm. So I have a couple of questions for you that I would just love to like dive into more because I love learning about this, like the science wellness stuff. So mm-hmm. you mentioned that there was a lot of stress on your adrenal glands. For those who are not familiar with what their adrenal glands are, what they do for our bodies, and why it is important to perform stress management for the sake of our adrenal glands, can you talk a little bit more about that? Of course. So I'll explain it within the concept of like what adaptogens actually are. Perfect. Um, so yeah, they're Adaptogens are a group of herbs and mushrooms, and they help your body balance their reaction to stress. And they do this by acting on your neuroendocrine system, which is your adrenal glands are included within that system. And basically, you can kind of think of this as where the intricate conversation between your brain and your hormonal system takes place. So they're in this constant, you know, feedback loop of just talking to each other. And what happens when you have these chronically high cortisol levels, i.e. you are stressed all the time for, you know, weeks and months at a time, what happens is that this translates into a fatigued neuroendocrine system. Um, Your adrenals can't actually emit enough cortisol to keep up with all of these situations that you're finding yourself in, those stressful situations. And so when that system can't keep up, that's when you have all of the major problems. And this would affect your immune system, your mood, your energy levels, even your sex drive. Mm -hmm. And, And so then adaptogens kind of come in. Like, let's say, you know, you're trying to incorporate them into your wellness journey. Like what happens is this is how what makes them so unique is that they help your body resist that stress response in a nonspecific way. And the key word here really is nonspecific. Like, what does that even mean? And the best way I can really explain that is through an example. So let's say you are a high school cross-country athlete and your coach is really training you hard, maybe six days a week, um, one to two hours, and you're just practicing, practicing, practicing. And what you're going to experience is this lactic acid buildup in your muscles, and it's going to lead to muscle fatigue. And you're going to have that after-workout muscle soreness. And so what you're going to find is that you may not exercise for as long or at the intensity that you want. And so let's say you're going to incorporate cordyceps, which is an adaptogenic uh, mushroom, into your routine. What will happen is that it's going to go ahead and delay that muscle fatigue And because the lactic acid is cleared from the muscles quicker, what's happening is that the cordyceps is enhancing your oxygen utilization and blood flow. And so that's just one way in which cordyceps actually adapts to what your body 
needs at that time. So going back to what this means, like what nonspecific means, the definition is kind of in the word adaptogens in that it'll adapt to your body's needs. Mm -hmm. And this could be whether you're experiencing physical stress, muscle fatigue, mental stress. It'll just make you less responsive to generalized stress in your day to day. And it has this wonderful ability, and I cannot stress how amazing it is (laughs) to actually go in and selectively help you in whatever your body needs at the time. So yeah, that's kind of an example of what that's like. And so like, if you were kind of to view stress as a graph, you would have this sort of upside down U, and then you'd have a dip at the end. And the peak of that upside down U, that would be your stress response when you're at your most stressed. And the dip would be the fatigue that you experience after stress, right? Like mm-hmm. after a really stressful meeting, you always get kind of tired. And so then when you incorporate adaptogens, that whole graph flattens out a little bit and things become less extreme. You're going to have a less intense stress response and you don't have that fatigue dip that's at the end. I hope that answered your question there. (laughs) Oh my gosh, totally. It's, I am just, I think it's amazing. One, just our bodies and how our bodies can adapt with the right tools, with the right help. Um, Mm -hmm. But also just hearing you explain just the different types of stressors and how they impact our bodies. is so, so interesting because I think it's something that we all feel, but don't necessarily understand. So being able to understand is so helpful. For sure. I mean, I think just having those educational resources at your fingertips and like for most of us, that's Google is just so important to be able to understand what's going on inside of our bodies. Totally. Mm -hmm. And for you, having a background in neuroscience and having a background as a researcher, I mean, you used to work in stress research. So I'm sure that that was also incredibly helpful just in terms of the access to information that you Mm -hmm. had as you were learning more about this. Did you ever find that there was sometimes a kind of tension point between the work you did as a researcher and then how you were implementing these things in your own life? Hmm, That's a really good question. I never really found a attention point and that when I started this company, I actually left research altogether. Mm. But what's kind of been the, I guess, the source of confusion for a lot of people is just the just having a lack of education around how these things can actually affect your body, where I'll have people come up to me and they're like, okay, you're trying to, you know, sell me this magical powder. But like, what does it actually do? And are you is it backed by science? And they just have all of these questions. And so like the way that I've tried to kind of reduce that cognitive leap that people will have to make is by providing a lot of resources on our website. We have literally all of the information about adaptogens that you would ever need on there. And I'll even include all of the actual scientific articles and PubMed articles, just if you want to go through and look at it. So that's kind of how that journey has been for me. And just really like taking whatever tension that I can see between Mm -hmm. like that buyer journey and reducing it is really been important to me especially when it comes to educating the customer. I love that. Yeah. And marrying the two, because I think some people, it can be easy to kind of think that this information has to be one or the other, right? But not Mm -hmm. seeing how nature and science, how much they really do overlap. Exactly. Um, 
Yeah, it's so important. And I have to say, like, your website is such a great resource. We will have it linked in the show notes because I was reading through so much of the information there and looking at the studies, and it is so, so helpful. Mm -hmm. Thank you. We put a lot of work into it. (laughs) Yeah, well, it shows. So thank you for teaching us. (laughs) (laughs) So... Let's talk a little bit more about adaptogens and about how we can kind of incorporate them into our daily lives and into our wellness practices. But first, and this is definitely like a just purely learning student question. (laughs) So Mm -hmm. what criteria does an herb or a mushroom have to meet to be considered an adaptogen? Oh, yeah. So there's actually three different things like different hoops an herb or a mushroom has to go through uh-huh. uh, in order to be an adaptogen. And the first is that it kind of has to do what I was talking about earlier and that it has to help the body resist your stress response in a non-specific way. So it's really got to encompass that whole stress response like spectrum, whether that's your physical stress response, biological or chemical you know, physical being that cross country example with muscle fatigue, and then, you know, your mental stress that you'll experience when you're at work. So that would be the first thing. And then the second thing is that, and this is the thing that fascinated me the most, is that it cannot harm your body. An adaptogen can't have any side effects at all or do anything that could mess with your body's normal functions. And, you know, in a time when we're going out and taking all of these SSRIs or just antidepressants or anti-anxiety medications, and they have all of these side effects, I think it's just really kind of amazing to see something that can stand up to that as well Mm -hmm. and not have any of the issues that a typical SSRI would have. And then, you know, the third thing is that it has to maintain your level of homeostasis. And basically, this just means keeping your body at a relatively steady equilibrium. So if you are, you know, in a stressful job, you have these really long meetings and you're not getting enough sleep and that adrenal gland that we're talking about is secreting a lot more cortisol than it's used to. What's happened is that that job, that work situation that you're in has really knocked you out of your equilibrium. And what's going to happen is to qualify as an adaptogen, a herb or mushroom has to actually help you stay on that steady path instead of really having that adrenal gland secreting so much cortisol and doing all of the, the bad things that we kind of talked about before. So yeah, those are the, the three things. So interesting about the side effects that there's not, you know, that our bodies can't be negatively impacted. That's incredible. Exactly. It's just fascinating that something like this even exists. (laughs) Oh my gosh, totally. So if someone's interested in experimenting with adaptogens, um, what do you recommend they do to start implementing them in their routine? Like, is there a type of adaptogen that you recommend is a good start? Are there different types based off of what type of stress you have? Like, guide us. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So... It's really helpful to take adaptogens in either a tincture or, you know, a capsule or a powder form. And the reason being is that a lot of adaptogenic mushrooms are really hard, difficult to consume mushrooms when raw. I mean, when you're talking about chaga, turkey tail, and especially reishi mushroom, which is basically like a leather-like mushroom. (laughs) 
you're not eating it. <laughs> you're you're not biting into that. So it's really helpful to consume these into, you know, capsules, tinctures, or powders. And, you know, incorporating that into your daily morning smoothie, or maybe you do a nighttime latte, or in the morning, if you just want to stick a spoonful into your coffee, then that's really all you have to do. And then some really good introductory adaptogens are eleuthero root, just because it's really powerful in helping ba- uh, balance against that stress response. And then also reishi mushroom, which has a really strong immune supporting properties. Those are two really good introductory adaptogens. But then, of course, like there are some companies like mine who actually kind of shorten that experimentation path for you. And combine all of the adaptogens that you need into really one formula. So yeah, I mean, that's kind of how you could incorporate these adaptogens into your daily routine. Amazing. And love that you create an option that also makes it easy for us um, Mm -hmm. to get those in. Yeah, for sure. A lot of people don't aren't familiar with these things, even though these are herbs and mushrooms that have been used in healing traditions, traditional Chinese medicine and Ayurvedic healing traditions for thousands of years, us in the Western world are just kind of catching up. And we're still in that learning phase of like, what is a reishi mushroom? What do they even look like? So yeah, it's just really helpful to kind of bridge that unfamiliarity with in any way that you can. Absolutely. And I have to say, I mean, I think over the past few years, there've been some conversations about using like adaptogens and some of these more ancient traditions and ancient medicines, especially in part to social media, because it makes it so easy for us to connect and see what each other is doing and see what each other are learning. But I have to say, like my initial introductions to a lot of these concepts were from wellness people I followed on social media who were white. And while that's okay, all of these things came from POC traditions. And for me, it is especially comforting to know that if I'm taking part in this, that I am supporting companies, brands, individuals who respect those traditions. And Mm -hmm. I just like really appreciate what you do also in that regard, because it's super important. Yeah, I mean, I'm a woman of color in this really white wellness space. And minorities just aren't really being represented. And I think one of the first steps towards diversification is kind of what you said is really respecting where these herbs and mushrooms came from. Namely, they usually come from brown people. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And, you know, just that respect starts with sourcing mindfully, ethically, sustainably, and just having that on the forefront of your mind. When we talk about wellness and adaptogens, it's always important to provide a spotlight for the people where these came from, that, you know, without that, that was our introduction to adaptogens in the first place. I could not agree more that really understanding, respecting, and also representing representing our different cultures in these practices is so, so important. Speaking more on diversifying the wellness space, I mean, it's just, it can be frustrating at times as me being in this space, seeing that minorities aren't really being represented in an industry that's supposed to be about self-care and mindfulness. (laughs) And so that was kind of one of the reasons why when I started this company, I wanted to make it a point for me to be a visible founder in that education process towards people. 
and I do a whole bunch of interviews is so that other people can kind of see me and kind of know, okay, like this is someone like me and I'm more welcome in this space, if that makes sense. I think also when we see things like self-care or wellness or mindfulness or stress management marketed to us, but we don't see people who look like us that we can relate to, then that sends a very clear message of who those things are meant for. Yeah. That's not mean that message is true. Like we know that message is false, but that is still the message that is there. And so mm -hmm. I think like what you're doing, especially loving the education piece is just so, so important. Uh, it's funny that you mentioned that because we actually went through a rebrand recently. And then part of that rebrand was like a, um, we changed our product packaging. And if you actually look on the front of our bottles, we actually have a graphic and each graphic is a woman, you know, in like a meditative position. But I kind of mindfully made it so that this woman had a darker skin tone so that, you know, kind of spreading that message further. <laughs> totally. Oh my gosh. Every little image like that helps because yeah. we can't necessarily control all of the messages that we see on a macro level, but the things that we can create to build that representation for ourselves matters. It really, mm -hmm. really matters. For sure. So we have a lot of listeners who are interested in business and interested in entrepreneurship and who love hearing from black and brown women entrepreneurs in terms of how they build their companies. Um, mm -hmm. so I would love to just hear a bit more about what your experience creating and building Peak and Valley has been like. I mean, I'm sure it's been kind of a transition having a background in neuroscience shifting into entrepreneurship. I would love to hear maybe some of the biggest lessons you've learned from creating your own wellness company? Ooh, yeah, for sure. It was definitely an initial shock. <laughs> it wasn't an easy uh, transition. When you are in research, everything is planned out months in advance. And then when things don't go according to plan, there's a very easy plan B. <laughs> but in the world of entrepreneurship, that is not the case. And things could happen just out of the blue, and you're going to have to deal with them in that second. And so what's kind of been a huge resource for me on this journey is really connecting and having a a mentor, like guide me through this has been super helpful. And also kind of really utilizing Google as a resource. <laughs> For sure. Learn all of the platforms that I need to use, you know, all of the ups and downs of bookkeeping, all of that really fun stuff. <laughs> the really sexy um, stuff that's all oh, over yeah. Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> and then what also has been kind of an interesting thing is that I see a lot of people have this sort of, I think a lot of people have this view of entrepreneurship, that it's going to be like, as you said, like super sexy, and like, you have like a really defined position. I think what's been interesting is kind of breaking that mold. And when I talk with my friends about being an entrepreneur and saying like, yeah, like, I actually have to be wearing all of the hats in the company when it first started. I have to be the person who is managing inventory management, answering customer support emails, you know, doing all the things. And that's kind of like the less sexy version that a lot of people don't really expect to hear. Yeah, I mean, it's been difficult. I take it one day at a time. And really kind of keeping an open mind and learning whatever I can learn has been the mindset that I have to have when managing this business. And also like really keeping organized too, I found this really important. 
that's kind of what it's been like. Definitely like the glorification of what it's like to be a founder and seeing that from the inside has been really interesting for me. Yeah. Yeah. I bet. Thank you so much for sharing. You know, I'm also curious, you have your own wellness company that really focuses on these products that support stress management, but being a business owner is literally like the most stressful thing that you can do. And Mm -hmm. (laughs) sometimes I find myself getting so stressed about this here about balanced black girl and what I'm doing and what I'm creating and the audience and realizing that the message I'm putting out there doesn't always align with how I treat myself and how I act in my daily life to support this business. Mm -hmm. Um, Like I stress myself out to tell other women to not stress themselves out. <laughs> Which now that I say it out loud, I'm like, girl, that's ridiculous. I'm curious, like, have you struggled with that at all? Had those moments where you're like, oh my goodness, I can I can feel my cortisol levels going up, even though your business is, you know, the opposite of that in terms of, of what you're creating? Yeah, I mean, that's actually a really good question. And that like, there have definitely been those times where, you know, I'm on my 12th hour of work in that day, and I just want to go to sleep. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I'm feeling like, you know, pretty overwhelmed, but I have to continue going. And it is kind of interesting to see that compared side by side with like, you know, me being the owner of this business and having it all be about wellness and stress-free life. But like, I think a really important aspect and one that I kind of try to portray in a lot of the words that I say via this business on social media and whatnot. But yeah, an important aspect of living a stress-free life is actually taking steps to make sure that you have a healthy lifestyle too. Adaptogens are great and they are a fantastic partner in helping you live stress-free and supporting you on that journey. But you definitely need to also take other steps. Working 12 hours a day and taking adaptogens is not going to help you that much. <laughs> you're still going to need to, you know, lower that a little bit. If you're not exercising or, you know, even meditating or just doing something for yourself at the same time, it's just vital to also do those things as well. So yeah, I mean, there are times when this entrepreneurship life has led me on a path of, you know, not really taking care of myself sometimes. And it does feel kind of weird (laughs) to be in that position. I mean, I think what's really been great is that my values in this company, which are really just about being mindful and taking care of yourself and, you know, all of these things have really been fantastic in reminding me to do so. That's where I kind of stand on that. Oh my gosh, I could not agree more when I have those moments where I am like so stressed out. I'm like, you know what, if a listener reached out to me and told me that they were feeling how I'm feeling right now, what would I tell them? And then I Mm -hmm. should do what I would tell them to do. Yeah, exactly. Like you just got to take your own medicine sometimes. (laughs) Yes, exactly. Mm -hmm. No pun intended. (laughs) But I also love what you said about also having a lifestyle to really support it because you can have an amazing tool like an adaptogen that you incorporate in your regular routine. But like you said, if you're still working 16 hours a day, not sleeping, not moving your body, not doing those other things that are still necessary for care, you're not going to get as much out of that resource. Mm -hmm, Exactly. I mean, you are going to experience a dip in cortisol, but it's not going to be nearly as much as you would need in order to not feel stressed, because you're still 
putting your body in stressful situations and, you know, aren't practicing self-care, that it's just really important to implement something, even if it's small, every day alongside of incorporating adaptogens into your routine. Had a customer reach out to me and she actually was kind of in that position where she was working 13 plus hours a day and, you know, was like, why aren't these working for me? And I told her that, you know, she still needs to take some time out to give herself restful sleep and to exercise and all of these other things. I think it's so important. Totally. And I I think like the big lesson there is that our bodies are not designed to just be in a constant high state of stress all the time. Like these resources are to help us when we get into those situations, help us get back to that balance point, that homeostasis. But it doesn't mean like do all the stressful things and then take this and you'll be good. Like your body's still not designed to feel that way. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, we live in a in a world in which our lives are becoming more and more stressful. There's just more expectation put on us. It's become very hard for us to live balanced lives in the face of that, but really kind of take a step back and reconfigure certain aspects of your schedule are really, really important. Absolutely. In addition to um, what do you do for stress management? Mm-hmm. I try to keep a fairly consistent schedule. Uh, In the morning, I'll either go out and take my dog for a walk. And I try to do so without music or really listening to anything so that it's, you know, sort of meditative. And I give my mind some space in the morning to just think about things. I'll either do that or my boyfriend and I will go to the gym together. So it just kind of alternates every day. Um, And then, you know, I'll get home and I have been really set on making sure I eat breakfast, lunch, and dinner. I know for some people, they have like a sort of chaotic schedule that can make them maybe skip breakfast or lunch sometimes. But for me personally, it's been very important to my self-care to kind of stay on top of that and have it at a set time to make sure that I have enough energy and fuel to do all the things that I need to do throughout the day. And then another step I kind of take is before I go to bed, I usually do a 15-minute meditation. I'm a huge fan of the Headspace app (laughs) and they're just great for beginner meditators and also for more experienced meditators. So I usually listen to a Headspace guided meditation before bed. And then another thing that I do just to kind of broaden my inner world and it's not just focused on this business (laughs) is I'm really into reading. And I think that's really been important in keeping my I guess my sanity throughout this entrepreneurship journey. (laughs) For sure. What have you read recently? What books are you loving? So I've actually just read Growth Hacker by um, Ryan Holiday. So that's been very interesting. And then side by side with that, I kind of read two books at once. (laughs) Thank you. Mm -hmm. I usually feel like a not fully together person when I tell people that. They think it's chaotic, but I appreciate that you also do that. Yeah. I mean, I feel like, you know, sometimes I'm in the mood to read business things and sometimes I want to read spiritual things or just fiction or something, you know, like it just depends on my mood. (laughs) So then side by side with that, I'm reading Inside the Now by Thich Nhat Hanh, who is amazing. (laughs) So good. I'm going to have all of those resources linked in the show notes because, you know, 
Why not? Why not share meditation apps and some some book loving? <laughs> mm-hmm, for sure. <laughs> so good. So one other thing that I wanted to talk to you about, just in terms of stress management, um, is exercise and stress. You know, exercise is one of those things that we know can often be a great source of stress relief. You mm-hmm. mentioned in your routine that you're also active. You walk, you go to the gym with your boyfriend, which is fantastic. I think there are also experiences and I know I've had experiences where I way overdo it on the exercise front, either mm-hmm. overdoing in terms of quantity or overdoing it in terms of intensity, mm-hmm. which then leads to a stress response, which for some people may feel like totally new information because they think, well, exercise is supposed to relieve stress. What do you mean exercise is stressing me out? Have you had experience with that? And how did you navigate it if you have? Interesting that you ask that. When I was younger, I actually used to have an eating disorder. I had exercise bulimia. (laughs) So I'm pretty familiar with how too much exercise can really lead to exhaustion and all sorts of other negative side effects. And yeah, I mean, just really keeping a balanced exercise schedule, not doing too much and making sure that you're having a balanced diet to kind of counteract that and provide you with enough energy to actually do what you want to do exercise wise, I think is so important. When you exercise too much, it can lead to exhaustion, depression, you know, and even injuries too. I mean, as some of you I'm sure are aware. And yeah, definitely not going overboard is where you need to super important. Totally. Oh my gosh. It's one of those things where more is not always more. Mm -hmm. I mean, once you go over a certain limit of exercise, your endorphins aren't pumping anymore. Oh my gosh. So real. Been out the fitness game for a minute. Honestly, (laughs) I could probably benefit from picking it back up. But like, I remember being at a point where I was just lifting so heavy all the time, doing things all the time, where it completely started backfiring. And I think Mm -hmm. that's something that, yeah, just in terms of over-exercising, thinking we're doing something good for our bodies or just conversations that I think should be had more. And also am, you know, so sorry to hear that you have had a history of eating disorder and appreciate you sharing that with us because as black and brown women, like we have those issues too, and they just aren't talked about as often. And so I think being able to talk about that is so important. When it comes to exercise, I think it's just important to view it as a time that you're taking out for yourself that's supposed to be nourishing for your body, you know. For sure. I love that. Oh my gosh. What you said about exercise being nourishing, I think is just spot on and such a good reminder because exercise is one of those things that has been marketed to us for so long as something that should be depleting, like no pain, Mm -hmm. no gain. If you're not on the floor panting, it doesn't count. Um, (laughs) But really, you should feel like you're you're gaining from it. You're gaining Mm -hmm. clarity and space and respect for your body. Exactly. I love it. So (laughs) I mean, first off, I wanted to also ask for those of us who like cannot wait to get our hands on Peak and Valley products, where do we find them? How can we purchase them? Oh, okay. So you can go to our website, which is peakandvalley.co. And I actually have a discount code for all of the Balanced Black Girl listeners out there. And yeah, so you can get 15% off if you use the code balance black girl with no spaces. 
Amazing. Yay. You're the best. We will definitely have that in the show notes so that everyone can check out the website and then the, the discount code there so that folks can use it. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're welcome. Thank you. Oh my goodness. <laughs> well, I mean, hey, we love supporting the brands of our own here on, on Balanced Black Girl. That's what it's all about. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so before we wrap things up, what does being a balanced Black girl mean to you? Hmm. It means approaching my life with mindfulness and really just thinking about what the word balance means to me and how balance can be applied to my everyday life. And yeah, I think that's what it would mean to me. (laughs) So good. So good. Thank you so much. Nadine, thank you for all of the incredible information that you shared today. I know I learned so much chatting with you and I really, really appreciate you being here. So how can our listeners keep in touch with you? So you can follow my company on Instagram. We're at Peak and Valley Co. Or if you want to reach out to me, you can always follow me on Instagram. I'm at It's A Nadine. And just shoot me an email through the company and I'll always respond. (laughs) Amazing. We will have all of your information linked in the show notes as well. Thank you so much for being on the show today. Thank you so much too, Les.